Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. A short Bible study every single day, seven days a week, only about 13 minutes or so long, but it gets us into God's Word every single day. And that's vital for our strength in faith and even growing stronger in our faith because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Well, help people in your life. We always encourage you to do that. And you know some, undoubtedly, who need to develop stronger faith. They need to start thinking about their relationship with God and their soul's salvation. Help them by sharing these short studies with them every single day with everybody you can. Through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means, with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with everybody you can, literally, every day. You may help somebody grow in their faith. You may help somebody actually develop faith, and you may help somebody get to heaven. What a great blessing for them, but it will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study talking about, well, what is the quickest way to become unfaithful? Well, (laughs) we're not advocating trying to help people become unfaithful, what we're really doing in this particular line of thought and study is analyzing how can I stay faithful? How can I grow in my faith and faithfulness? Well, in order to be able to understand that most effectively, we need to recognize the dangers, the pitfalls, the roadblocks that the devil lays out there in front of us as we walk through the pathway of life in this world as we strive to live our Christian lives. Well, he's going to throw all kinds of roadblocks there, all kinds of challenges to our faith. What are some of those that we can recognize, that we should recognize clearly and forthrightly, and then when we recognize those dangers, we can steer clear of those, and that'll help us to stay strong in our faith, stay committed in our faithfulness. We were talking about the importance of being with the church when the church comes together to worship God and study his word. It's commonly referred to as church attendance. Well, some people don't like that that phraseology. Uh, Going to church. Well, some people don't like the idea of going to church. Now, what they mean there is going to a church building and what literally is, should be understood is going to a church building to meet with the church gathered in that building, in that facility, at that location to worship God and study his word. And a lot of people, they think, oh, man, that's, that's drudgery. I don't want to go to church. Well, okay, if you want to become unfaithful, do not attend church services anywhere. Do not meet with your brothers and sisters in Christ to worship God and study his word, and you'll become unfaithful. Again, (laughs) no question about it. It's a fundamental, not just responsibility, but it's a blessing. And that's how we ought to look at being able to worship God with the church all the time we possibly can, every week, even several times a week that it's a blessing because that helps us stay strong. What do we do when we come together to worship God as the church? We sing praises to him. 
But now we noted in Ephesians 5 and verse 19 and Colossians 3 and verse 16 that as we sing those songs together, and, and listen, that's the way the early church worshiped God in song. Uh, you'll read nothing about a choir or a chorus singing in front of a congregation of the Lord's church for the congregation. You'll see nothing about a, a, about a choir or a chorus even being mentioned in the worship of the church. That's a denominational innovation, but you won't find it in the New Testament scriptures. Now, the church comes together to sing together, to praise God and glorify God together through the words and the thoughts of those songs. But in Ephesians chapter, chapter uh, 3 and verse 20, the Apostle Paul, or chapter 5 and verse 19, the Apostle Paul said that as we sing the words of those songs together, we're also speaking to one another through the words and meanings of those songs. And in Colossians chapter 3 and verse 16, Paul goes on and he says further, we're actually through the words, the messages of those songs, being praised to God, glorifying God, worshiping God as we sing those songs together as a church. But he says, we're also through those words, teaching and admonishing one another. Because those songs, the words of those songs embody messages, messages that come from the scriptures. And so we're singing praise to God. We're glorifying God through the singing of those songs before him as worship, but we're also speaking to one another, teaching one another, admonishing one another through the words and messages of those songs as we sing them together as the church. Now, when you're not with the church, how can you possibly do that? Well, see, so if you want to become unfaithful, just stay away from the church and you'll become unfaithful. There are a whole lot of people thinking right now that they can somehow be with the church and worship God with the church in their pajamas on their couch at home by just streaming. Now, we're not talking about people who are genuinely, physically, medically shut in and cannot get out effectively to be with the church. We're talking about people who are just choosing to do that, just staying home. Staying in the pajamas, laying on the couch, turning on a TV or a computer screen, on a, in, tuning into a streaming service and saying, oh, I'm, I'm doing what I should be doing. I'm with the church here. Uh, go back to the drawing board. You're not with the church in physical fashion. You're not, your body is not there. You're not right there joining with them. And so your presence encouraging them and their presence encouraging you, you're not singing with them in their presence, so you cannot be speaking to them and teaching them and admonishing them through the words of the song as you're worshiping God through singing those songs. You need to not be looking for some easy, convenient, relaxing way to excuse you from getting up and getting dressed, getting in your vehicle and driving to the church building and being there in person with the church as the church. Boy, the devil's skillful in pulling the wool over our eyes, in clouding the issues, 
In Psalm 122 in verse 1, David writes this. Now this was significant because David's family for generations before him could not go to the tabernacle to worship in person because of sin back in their life a number of generations back. But David was the first generation along the line that could get back to the tabernacle worship. And so in chapter 22, uh, sorry, Psalm 122 in verse 1, he writes, I was glad when they said to me, let us go into the house of the Lord. I was glad. But the devil, he works on our mind, on our emotions, and he talks about, boy, that's taking a lot of time out of your day. I had a lady tell me one time that Sunday morning was the only morning that she could sleep late because she worked apparently six days a week. So she opted to sleep late and not be at church services. Huh. A lot of people say that's a day that I can get out and I can go golfing or I can go to the park and have a picnic. Well, could you do that after you attended church services? Or which is more important? Which one's going to get you to heaven? I, I need to spend time with my, with my kids and with my family. How about bringing them to church with you, spending that time, and then going on and doing some other stuff after, afterward? If you want to become unfaithful, just stay away from church services, from assembling of the church together to meet together and worship God and be in fellowship together, and you'll become unfaithful virtually without any question about it. Well, so what do I need to do to stay faithful? I need to be with the church every time I possibly can to worship God and study God's word together and to be together in fellowship and thereby in our physical presence together, encouraging one another and being encouraged by one another, strengthening one another in our faith and faithfulness. Oh, we need to learn the lessons. Well, another one. How, what's the quickest way to become unfaithful? Do not get involved in any work or activity of the church. Just stay away from any of that. Don't get involved in teaching a Bible class or, or <clears throat> getting involved in any kind of fellowship activity with the church or, or anything. Just don't get involved. Don't, don't commit yourself. Don't do any kind of good work to serve the Lord as a Christian with the church, in the church. The Apostle Paul said in Ephesians 2, verses 8 and 9, for by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. And a whole lot of people stop pretty much right there in that context of Scripture. See there, we cannot work for our salvation. Well, we cannot earn our salvation by doing a million good works. We're only going to be saved by God's grace and through faith. We don't obligate God to save us because we've done so many good things and he's now obligated to pay us with salvation like our employer is obligated to pay us with a paycheck after we've done a good week's work. But what about that next verse, verse 10? And it's connected to verses 8 and 9. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus 
for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. The more active we are as Christians in the church, the stronger our faith will become. And the more natural faithfulness in our lives will become. But if you want to become unfaithful, don't get involved in any good works as a Christian within the church. In Titus chapter 2 and verse 1, I'm sorry, verse 14, Paul wrote to Titus, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, Christians, the church, zealous for good works. Now, that's not just saying being involved here and there in good works, being zealous to be involved in good works as Christians, as the church but you stay out of that kind of practice and yeah, you open the door to unfaithfulness. Let's stop and pray. Father, help us to be active, dedicated, committed, faithful Christians. Guide us in good works, Father, we pray, and help us to stay strong in our faith. Please forgive us, gracious Father. In Jesus' name, amen.